people, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. You already know who it is, man. Oh, here we go. Sunday morning. Oh my God, I'm waking up this Sunday morning with a completely different route on life. Oh boy, hopefully this is the future. So I don't know what's going on. I'll keep you guys informed for tomorrow, but it's going to be a very, very interesting day and I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. But without further ado, we need to get back into the Gary V. Okay, the Gary V. book. I'm going to be doing three episodes and as a matter of fact, I'm going to get back into Lewis Ho's uh, next weekend so we can just hurry up and finish off the book, Masks of Masculinity. There are some important features that I need to go over for you guys, so I'm going to do that just a little bit more. And of course, Napoleon Hill, Golden Rule, we're going to sum this bad boy up, and I'm still contemplating on the other book. And with that being said, guys, you know what? All right, Gary V. Authenticity, three rules, three rules. I'm going to tell you guys and speak from an excerpt from his book that he actually said and I said oh my god I love these three rules he said quote I mentioned above that a good chunk of my audience is converts basically converts so basically people who have converted although they did not particularly find him uh, uh one of those I guess you could say those inspirational people those motivational people in the very very beginning uh they actually thought he was a blowhard uh but the thing is his message has always been consistent since the very very beginning He said, quote, even if people don't like me, few ever doubt that I'm for real. So there are three things that are working to his advantage in his in, I guess you could say in this regard. So number one, he said he genuinely doesn't give a shit, excuse my language, what people think, which allows him to complete free, which allows him like complete freedom to do and say what he wants. So, what does that mean? Well, you know what? (sighs) I gotta relate it to my life, as I always do. Now, remember, do not give a shit what people think. Now, I wrote this in the blog, which I'm gonna post directly following this, so you guys could check that out at thearseniobuckshow.com. I might put it in the description, depending on what I'm doing with time this morning. But you know what? (sighs) See, when I first came here, man, you know what? Even when I was living in the south of Thailand, they were like... You're a teacher, you're a teacher, you're a teacher, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't smile, you can't, I mean the most ridiculous things, and of course these were coming from like Gen B's, right, this was between, and no, I'm not talking about the Brits, okay, I know I've been uh, pointing out the Brits a lot and extensively and uh, sporadically over this podcast, but no, I'm not talking about the wonderful Brits, I'm not talking about the Brits in Britain, I'm talking about the Brits here in Thailand, but let's focus, the Thai, older Thai women, the Thai culture type of women, They said, you can't do this. You go running? Why do you go running on the streets? You're not a teacher because you go running on the streets. For you to be a teacher, you have to be fat and overweight, just like all the other teachers. Yeah, you have to have a stern face and not really give a damn about your students. Uh, uh, no. Uh, that's the older generation. Obviously, you guys were born during uh, some of the hardest times. I'm just being honest with you guys. Uh, this is the new age of teaching. You know what? I got to get back in. Oh, my God. I'm getting all these ideas again. Shit. I got to write it down. Anyways, let's focus. So, 
when I'm on the sky train and people are all standing in a systematic way, I am slouched over watching something, laughing my ass off. Of course, I am not screaming in the train. I'm literally just laughing to myself. Why? I want to stand out from everyone else. And I'm basically pinpointing that I do not give a shit what people think about me. The thing is, people aren't even thinking. You can look at me all you want. Women can look at me all they want. And I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to say, do you like what you see? Because you keep looking me up and down. What's the problem? See, guys, you got to stop giving a shit about what other people think. And you know what? Once you do, it's going to allow you freedom. You know what? I was supposed to do a podcast during the afternoon yesterday with my my wonderful student. If you guys have been here from the very, very beginning... Uh, like the people in Menlo Park, California, I don't know if they're around, they come around once in a while now, but, um, I've given, I've done a couple of podcasts, she actually interviewed me on my own podcast too, by the name of Kim Kim, now Kim Kim was, uh, literally almost a native speaker when I first met her at the age of early 15, and I was like, okay, so what are your plans? She's like, well, I'm just going to go to Tamasat. Tamasat's one of the, I guess you could say, quote unquote, good universities or best universities here in Thailand. Although you're just going to graduate and make that weak ass a weak ass wage, just like uh, in American universities. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. So here we go. And I was like, are you sure? Because, uh, well, the thing is, Tamasat's not going to offer you what you already know. She said, what does that mean? I said, well, you know what? Why do you want to go to Tomasat? Because I want to make my parents and my grandma proud. I said, so that's what it comes down to, huh? Caring about what other people think. And she's like, no. I was like, you know what? You should probably, what do you really like? She's like, well, I like business and entrepreneurship. And I said, well, you know what? And you should consider Singapore. She said, really? I said, yeah, because, uh, well, that's actually the business epicenter of all of Asia. Okay, Hong Kong, but nobody wants to live in Hong Kong. No offense. Uh, but, you, you know, just Singapore is where it is, okay? You got NUS, National University of Singapore, and the thing is, you might be able to take a couple of things, maybe 20% of that curriculum, and apply it to your life versus 0% what you'll learn here at one of the best universities in Thailand. So she took it. She swayed. She's been studying there for two years, and the thing is, oh my god, at the age of almost 17, she's wearing high heels. She looks like she's 30. No offense, no, no, I'm talking about the way she presents herself. She's wearing blazers, she's wearing suits, she's looking like a complete adult at the age of 16 right now, almost 17. And she was like, listen, okay, I got this website set up. Uh, people can actually buy stuff and do this now. Um, I'm doing this right now. I'm connecting all of this. I got 3,000 followers on this platform. I got 3,000 followers on this platform. I'm like, oh, my God. <sighs> and then she went on to the conversation. She's like, oh, my God, this girl was looking at me really weird because what I was wearing. And, and oh, my God, well, why did she look at me like that? I said, you're still caring about what other people look at, how they look at you? Look at you, Kim Kim. You know what? You know the fun, the best part about this is that when it's all said and done, and when all these people have done all said all the comments about me, both in and outside of Thailand, and all the people who have given her those dirty looks, they're gonna be working for us. Honestly, I mean, well, not necessarily. I'm not even gonna put somebody on my payroll like that. But I'm talking about Kim Kim. She's going to be walking around a, a double business owner. She. <laughs> age of probably 18 she's like you know what i really hate school i'm gonna graduate with the ba at the age 18 and she's like well i might do a master's i said well what's that master's gonna do for you 
I mean, is it good? Are you going to apply any of those skills that you're going to get in a master's degree that you're going to be able to implement into your business? No. Well, obviously not. Unless you go to NUS, but still, you're going to pay so much money for nothing. You already got the businesses. She's like, oh my God, but what if I'm moving too fast? I'm only 16. I said, age is only a number. You're way ahead of 30, 40, and 50 year olds right now. Do you understand that? So being able to sit across from her and seeing where she was just two years ago at the age of what? Before 15, 14. And seeing where she is now, I cannot be a more proud father. <laughs> That's right. I'm adopting you. Um, man. And no, I'm not saying, you know, I'm the product of it. Absolutely not. Kim Kim was way ahead and is way ahead of her time. And I do believe that a lot of people are going to be following her lead. And it's just an amazing thing. Now, once she gets over that hump that what people think and what people say about you means absolutely jack shit, it's over. She wins. Number two, he said he cares immensely about what everyone thinks. And he will spend an insane amount of time responding to skeptics who take the time to tweet on their, you know, or comment their criticism, right? So basically, he wants to help them from where they're coming from. He has that sort of empathy. Now, guys, I engaged in conversations, especially on, you want to stay away from different platforms. Like I said, anything news related, you can't change a goddamn thing about that. Stay away from the garbage media, okay? And I'm talking about sports media too. The ESPN forums, that's all, that's troll city. Those are people who are middle-aged men between the ages of 20 and 60 who are commenting on things they have no control over and getting in whiny bitch parties with other men who they're never going to meet or befriend in their lifetime. So what the hell? Stay away from those, please. Now, Gary V, there are some trolls with no faces that comment on his stuff and say the most outlandish stuff. And, of course, this just shows their insecurity. It's like, okay, so... You spent how much time watching this video, and now you're going to comment on something you have no idea about. This is why I love my podcast, because you know what? There is literally no one commenting on my podcast. Why? Because it's just too goddamn real. What can you say? Now, in terms of my test prep courses, the TOEIC, the TOEFL, the IELTS, I get wonderful people from like Turkey, from Northern Africa, from Middle East, from Japan, from different places commenting, asking me for advice. That's a beautiful thing. I love that. And on top of that, in terms of my podcast, there aren't that many people commenting. There are a bunch of people listening, but there aren't that many people commenting because how can you comment? I mean, what are you going to say? You're probably going to say, you know what? I really want to ask you about Thailand. You've talked so much about this and that. I haven't had anyone come forth. Uh, But by all means, I got people from so many different countries now coming on board. From the Spain, the Netherlands, the Mauritius, all the countries around the world, the Peru. I just looked at my YouTube yesterday, had the biggest day in play history. I mean, things are just going insane, and it's a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful for it, really. And you know what? When someone comments... And for whatever reason, it is a little bit of criticism. With the amount of writing I do and the amount of complex structures and compound structures and stuff, people get really scared. They do. Um, I think because I'm a writer and the way I write, they're like, oh, my God, I'm not responding to that. I, I don't know. I don't know because every time I respond to people, there aren't that many people that have a genuine, candid conversation with me. Probably two, two or three times in the last three years. Um, and there was one guy from the University of Rhode Island out there in the northeast of America that commented, and it sucks, man. Shout out to him. I don't know if he's still around, but he'll be around again. Um, but he asked me a lot of different questions, and it, it was compelling. What a compelling conversation that was. And that was probably 
almost two years ago. It wasn't last year for sure. It had to be the year before, or maybe it was early last year. It probably, yeah, probably around February, January of last year. But you know what? Would I respond to critics now? If I comment on ridiculous videos, um, I don't respond to anyone. Um, if I, if I, uh, comment on something and I'm giving my opinion and whatnot, I never go back to that video and look at my comments. Okay. There was one time that I went back and looked at one comment, had like a 350 likes and I had a lot of people responding and I'm like, um, well, your name, it says balls deep. Am I going to respond to an account that, whereas you have a name called balls deep? No. You don't even have a face. You don't have a brand. I have nothing to do with you. I don't even know if you're real. Hell, you could be a bot. You could be an alien. I don't know where you are. I'm not responding to you. However, the people who are actually following me on my subscriber, you know, all these subscribers I've gotten over the past week and whatnot, hey, if they comment, I will comment back. Why? Because they have a name. You know what I mean? Now, if you have a SpongeBob this or or Rugrats or something, something crazy, but you're actually, you know, asking for information, I'm going to reply. Absolutely. But if you say uh, uh, if you have a, a, a damn if you got ridiculous ass name and you're saying, man, you don't know what the hell you talk about. I'm, I'm not responding. I'm not responding. I'm probably just going to block you. But that never happens. Why? Because what I'm saying is too real. You feel me? Anyways, going on to number three. Guys, listen, you can respond to critics, but the thing is you don't want to get into I, – I went back and forth with this girl um, on some Japanese video, and it said, like, it's, it's J Japan racist. I'm like, oh, God. And this is when I was stupid. Uh, two years ago, um, when I wasn't building so much of a brand and I just had a podcast, I was, like, commenting on different videos, and this one girl was like, you need to get off your high horse. You think you're all that – I'm like, huh? And I said, okay, uh, block. And then there was another Chinese girl, and she's like, China's not racist. It's the black people that come here. They sell drugs. And I'm like, oh, my God, block. I'm like, why am I even – and I told myself, like, at the end of the day, I was like, Arsenio, what the hell are you doing? You're getting into – stop. And that was the last time I ever did that. That was probably, like, June of 2016. Never doing that again because why? Well, I got a brand now, too. I can't change the minds of those ridiculous-ass, narrow-minded, and closed-minded-ass people. You feel me? <sighs> Number three. Which might be more important than numbers one or two? He always respects his audience. He believes in people's intuition and he believes that most are very good at sniffing out hypocrisy and opportunism. So regardless of which way I sway, which way I go, I guess sway is the new word for today. Uh, which way I go, which, you know, what I'm doing in terms of my life. Or, you know, them saying this or that. If someone comments and it's like a native speaker and they say, oh, my God, and uh, that preposition, it doesn't go there. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to counter his argument. And then that's the last time I'm actually going to comment. If he just keeps trying to justify himself and try to prove himself perfect, like I said in the Napoleon Hill, there are a lot of people out there that are going to keep trying to prove you wrong. And what does that do? That only makes you look really, 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 really bad. And you're not going to win the war and you're not going to win an argument. You're not going to win this and that. Luckily, I don't have those native speakers or, or those English professors or those English teachers from native English speaking countries commenting on my stuff, thankfully, because it would be an absolute fallacy. It would be, oh God, it would just be on and on and on. Like, yeah, okay, so how do you feel? And? I'm just going to keep putting and. If they say something, oh, well, the preposition and the adverb and this and that and, th and I'm going to put and. You ain't going to be able to respond to that. 
Luckily, luckily, I don't have those amounts of trolls on my thing. So very, very grateful for that. So guys, those are history things. And you know what? It came down to one quote. He said, all it takes is a single viral video of a customer getting forcibly dragged off a plane to expose a company's crooked policies. When you disrespect your customer, you're one social media post away from having your whole business tumble down around you. I have no interest in taking that kind of risk and neither should you. Keep that in mind. Bear that in mind. Take that with you. Do not let go of that because honestly, United Airlines, I will never fly them again. And now since United Airlines, that happened, there have been so many other instances. Like, how can you tell a passenger to get off the plane? And the police, who should have gotten five years each for actually beating the man for no reason. He wasn't being combative whatsoever. But that dropped the stocks. And then the CEO was like, um, the first thing I saw was, uh, I was disgusted. Shut up! Shut up. What, what did you do in terms of, like, what is it, restitution? What did you do in terms of, like, reimbursement for that Vietnamese-American doctor nothing you know what he was out just to say you know what i got a patient that needs my help tomorrow and you took him off the plane and boom gone see you're one move one comment one everything away from someone snapshotting your or whatever you say on whatever social media platform and they're gonna take that with you and they're gonna bring that up see when trevor noah became you know part of the daily show and whatnot all those ignorant ass texans and oklahomans and the people who are like oh he he's black but he's like south african and the thing is he's labeled as colored in his country can you believe that being labeled as color just heard that from a south african teacher two days ago um trevor noah when he became part of the daily show they digged up his tweets from six years ago talking about something and they try pinpointing that against him and using that against him. See, trolls will use any amount of fire to take you down. Why? Well, because their lives suck. Okay? So please, whatever you say, however you reply, reply with intent to not destroy your brand. Now, I do have a very, very good story coming up at the end of March, just so I have all of that go away. It was in terms of someone who listens to my podcast and then there was a miscommunication, and then next thing you know, there was a lot of hurling of a lot, you know, just uh, conjuring up of different ideas, and I just approached it in a professional manner. I said, I do apologize for this and that. Uh, in, in saying that, I do wish you the best of luck and everything, and uh, all the best. You can't, you can't respond to that in a horrible way. You can't. It's impossible. And you know what? When you do that, what are they going to do? Are they going to snapshot what you said? Please do. And show that to everyone. And show everyone how you can win people. Boom! With that being said, people. Man, it is time. It's time to get on with this new life today. I'm a little bit scared. No, I'm not scared. Uh, I gotta take a damn taxi. And you know what? When you take these taxis, man, you're literally one wrong turn away from going to a different place. So he could conjure, you know, so he could bring up some more of that. Maybe. So anyways, that's a long day. I'm going to give you guys a story about that later on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be starting the Arsenio Buck Foundation as soon as I start making a lot of money this year. Because I need to take down a lot of these people who are doing wrong in this country. I'm just, I'm done with it. I, I just keep seeing these young kids. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. I don't want to talk about that in this podcast. You guys stay tuned for the, later on and I'm probably going to extend out on on that Kim Kim, on that Kim Kim podcast, uh, I'm probably going to talk about that a little bit more, oh, and I got Monday Motivation coming up tomorrow morning, I'm thinking about redoing it, because I was going insane uh, that morning, so 
we will see what happens, guys. Stay tuned. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And with that being said, thanks to all the people from Mauritius to France to Brazil to Peru to Madagascar to uh, Reunion. Uh, Reunion. Uh, that's how they say it in French. And man, everybody listening around the world, man, I'm just so thankful for all of you. With that being said, guys, I'm going to say it again. With that being said, with that being said, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. As always, this is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.